0: There are two kinds of people in this world, the people who fail to do what they know they should, and those who keep doing things they know they shouldn't. Guess what? You're both. Hi, I'm your host, life and business coach, Marcy Barker, aka your loving kick in the pants. In this podcast, I'll teach you the six steps of my accountability code that will help you wake up with clarity and show up with aligned action steps that make follow through easy and peaceful. All right, let's jump in. Hello my beautiful people. I am so excited for this episode. I have Beth Ann McMerrick here and I met Beth Ann a couple of months ago and she spoke in a speaking group that I attend and she did a fantastic job and I immediately went to her and I was like you need to speak to my mastermind because everybody needs this message that you have and I feel like the timing is perfect because Beth Ann is a uh, Money Mastery Coach. But not just that, it's also divinely intuitive and very spiritual. But what I love is it's also mixed with her profession in the past of accounting. So she's very, very clear on money. So we're going to dive into a little bit of the money things that I've been experiencing lately. So you guys can see in real time, the expertise and the beauty of what Beth Ann does. Ann, thank you for being here. I'm so glad you're here.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm excited to be here too. Thank you.
0: Give us a little bit of background on what you do and what brought you to this moment right here in time.
1: Well, I, like you said, I'm a forensic accountant actually is my specialty. I'm So I've been an accountant for over 24 years and I've been running my own accounting business now for 13 years in my own business. And I also run Divine Money Mastery. So what's led me to this is that as a forensic accountant, what I realized is one of the reasons why all of the entrepreneurs were actually losing money and, and failing in their business was because of the money part. And they weren't doing the money management part and they weren't checking their balances and they weren't doing the budgets and things. And when I started my business, I was going to go out and start teaching entrepreneurs how to do the money part. But when I got there, what was happening was the business owner would basically have a total meltdown and they'd be crying and so upset and so embarrassed and ashamed and sad about what their actual books and paperwork look like behind the scenes. Because I don't know about you, but, you know, doing the paperwork isn't exactly everyone's favorite thing to do in business. And when I saw this emotion happen with around the money stuff, I was like, well, no wonder people aren't getting their paperwork done and getting their taxes done. And no wonder their businesses aren't succeeding because they're getting themselves in trouble with taxes. I had to figure out something to do with the emotional stuff. And that's when divine money mastery came about. And the spiritual part came about me learning how to heal and work with the emotional side of money.
0: I absolutely love that. So for your listeners, everybody who's on right now, I want you all just to take a deep breath, like take a deep breath with me because there's a lot of emotions that can come up. And I think too, if you're listening to this and you're like, I either have money or I don't have money. Like that's the status of my business. I'm either doing okay. Or like, I got to figure something out. So as you're listening to this and we dive into this topic, I just want you to know that you are perfectly fine where you're at because you're here. And you're ready to listen and you're ready to receive. And that's the only way your relationship with money is going to improve. So having heard you speak before, I'm just like talking from experience of like, we're going to learn so much today, but it can be overwhelming. So just give yourself permission to receive the parts that speak to you and just know that when you're ready for more, it'll be there. So deep breath for me. (laughs) And I say that because... Listeners before the call, I was like, Beth Ann, can we talk about my recent money experience and just, so I'm excited to dive into it and maybe we can start there. Is that okay?
1: Yeah. And I just, I just want to say too, to realize that one of the things that's the most important to, to realize with your relationship with money is that money really is a beautiful energy that is here to support each and every one of us and support you. It's just us learning how to work with the waves of money in and money out. And so this is why the importance of breathing into your nose and then out through your mouth. So you can like let go of all of the energy and emotion around the money and start healing that relationship. So money is a beautiful energy. Just tell yourself to support me. Yay.
0: <laughs> yes, and if people have been following me for a while, they know I'm just a little bit hippie, not a lot. Uh, so if you're the kind of person that's you're like, nah, I'm not into this energy thing. Well, take a deep breath and allow yourself to receive what needs to happen. Yeah. Because your relationship with anything and everything, you're the common denominator. You know, your relationship with your husband, your relationship with your kids, with your business, with your money, with your health it all has one thing in common and that's us at the center of it. So, okay. I'm going to tell you my story. <laughs> this happened yesterday. So I'll give a condensed version and kind of get to the real heart of why I just want your opinion and feedback and most importantly, your expertise. So I have a fantastic bookkeeper and we go through my QuickBooks and we make sure everything is updated and I'm getting more organized with my receipts and, and all of that. Because last year I scaled big time. I quadrupled my income. I figured some things out. I was living my message. Like everything is going great, but I'm like, it's time to step up. So we're going through my profit and loss up to date and it showed a negative $10,000 at, at a Ooh. negative. And I was like, How? How does that and how is that a negative because i have money coming in and i just was very confused but also part of me was like no my bookkeeper like knows something about my business that not anybody else would know and now everybody knows because i'm telling this but as we dove into the different parts she she was like just because it's a negative doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong and i said but i need to know why it's negative and she's like well where is all this where's your money coming from like where is it going And it came down to I spend a lot of money on my retreats, but I also have a lot of clients who pay me monthly. So I have a lot of money scheduled to come in. That's what gives me confidence in my business. It's like, yes, of course, I'm going to hit at least six figures. I'm on track to do multiple, which is awesome. But right now, at this point in time, I've spent more money than I have coming in at this moment in time. So I was like, I don't really like seeing that negative, especially knowing I have plenty of money coming in. Here's the other part that was a little weird is I went to an energy healing conference. Again, I'm not super hippie, but I went to network and to see some friends and somebody scanned me <laughs> and where the energy blocks are. And she's like, you're giving away too much. And I was kind of thinking about that because I had a couple of clients who were like, I need to pay rent. Can you push my payment back? Or I'm really struggling. And I allowed them to, I said, yeah, I'll put it back. No big deal. Or I'll, I'll skip this month and we'll add it onto the end or whatever. And then as a result, that impacted my business. Luckily not in a detrimental way, but in a way that I'm like, I don't know if I should keep operating this way. So after that bookkeeping call, I was like, okay, this is like therapy. I got to sit with some emotions and and all of that. Um, So seeing the numbers was an awareness that is real, or facts that are real, but it kind of shifted my emotions of my business. Because I want to be flexible with my clients. But I also am like, you got to pay your bills. If you don't pay your bills, then there's (laughs) there's an integrity in my business that maybe is lost. And I don't want that. So anyway, deep breath. Thank you. That's the story. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm open for any and all feedback and love and your expertise. And I hope the listeners just take what they need from this real life experience.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's just to everybody, really, honestly, like we all have the same struggles and the same concerns and the same programming that's been done around money. And also this pressure that's been put on us to be like this level of success and what it needs to be you know, for our business and what our value is, you know, and this is why I say money is the next level of our spiritual healing, because if you've done any spiritual healing, it's been all mind, body, spirit, mind, body, spirit, mind, body, spirit. But the second we start talking about money, right, we're like totally out of our body and we're like wacko and like we're got crazy anxiety and things going on. And like, we're going to be living under a bridge the next day kind of energy. Like there's a lot <laughs> of fear and things. Hey
0: listeners, the message of waking up and showing up is yours for the taking. In fact, it's free. I've recorded my entire audiobook and I'd love for you to consume it between episodes. Head to marcybarker.com to get instant access to the accountability code, wake up and show up. All right, let's jump back in.
1: So one of the things as you're telling your story that I do that what I realized is part of what my spiritual, my energy work is and in, in healing the money energy is that when you tell me this and you tell me these things, what happens for me is I can basically fill blocks and things in your body and I'm able to see what's, what's hitting, right? What are the words that are actually like blinging and what it's, what it's connecting into your body as far as our energy? Because ultimately we're, you know, electromagnetic beings and knowing how to work our energy system gives me a lot of insight about what are those money blocks and money fears that are are there. Because one thing that happens within our business is that we stop creating those incomes and we create money drama. We create overspending because we still in a unconscious way we don't believe we deserve to receive that much money even though we're working our tails off but because we have these different beliefs and concerns around money we stop ourselves from receiving it and and one of the ways we do that in business is overspending overgiving, and not allow ourselves to receive or to be successful and so this is why especially when we do these talking about it like Definitely one thing I want to say about one of the things that's so important, especially as a business owner, to know about money and what those financial documents even mean. Because the first thing that goes to my mind as an accountant, when I look at your tax returns and I look at your financials and your financials is your balance sheet and your profit and loss statement. Well, your profit and loss statement tells you basically you know, the income and expenses and whatnot where your balance sheet talks about your assets and your liabilities. So even though you may have a loss on your books, there's an advantage to that because that gives you the tax advantage you're looking for. But when you actually look at the business as a whole, you look at the whole business as far as cash flow goes and what are the assets of the business and not necessarily, you know, what's going on. The biggest problem is, is we've made it we've been conditioned to say those profit and loss and those tax returns and our check stubs equals my value as a human being.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's just not the truth. Like my stock portfolio represents my value as a human being, you know.
0: Yes, my my bookkeeper was very good at explaining that. She was like, chill out for a second. <laughs> Let me teach you something. And it was really important to recognize yes, where I'm at right now is not reflective of what's in the pipeline and what's coming in. And I was kind of asking her, I'm like, okay, put your therapist hat on. I know you're not a therapist, but do you think I give too much? Or do you think I am too lenient? Or if there's a block in there, I kind of was hoping she'd be like, no, you need to like put your foot down and make sure they pay you. I mean, I don't think I would ever send anybody to collections or anything like that. But in terms of what you noticed, energy wise or anything at all. Can you help me find the balance between being lenient with my clients, but also holding that line to be like, you're, you're paying me for accountability, <laughs> coaching. Yeah. but also like business coaching as well. If, if they're like, Hey, I, I got to pay my rent this month and I'll have your payment for you after it's like, there is a part of me. That's like, I'm your business coach. We got to figure this out, but I can't, make them make more money it's like up to them
1: well this is where having some of those documents in place are so important first of all your accountability mm-hmm. documents like your contracts having a very clear contract and discussion about money and what is the cost and what's the investment that's the other thing to look about it in your business is like yeah it's also creating an events and investment like don't think those multimillionaires became multimillionaires by having a negative balance sheet because, and taking advantage of all tax loops, because that's the whole name of the game. It's just knowing how to utilize the money and the financial system in a way that supports you in an integrous way, right? That follows the law and follows your heart and soul and what you're doing. And so if you're feeling like you're overgiving, then you probably are overgiving. You already know what your answer is. Mm -hmm. And the whole toe of your line, because what basically happens when you like talk about toe of the line, what it does is it hits the back of your throat chakra, the back of your neck, and it like leaks out. So it's like this balloon, like you're working harder, but then you still got like this slow leak that's like running out the back end of your of your work that you're doing, like you're floating. But then holding the line hits you in the back of the center of the of your back like kind of like an arrow in the back because it's like, That syndrome that a lot of women have, and like, oh, I gotta, because we're trained energetically for eons and eons to take care of everybody first. And so when we take care of ourselves first, it's almost like I'm a bad girl or I'm wrong for, you know, expecting somebody to be accountable to me, especially when it comes to finances, because, you know, woe is me. We know the troubles Mm -hmm. the world has. However, if everybody was their word, with their money, we wouldn't have near the problems that we have. And this is one of the reasons why I didn't go on. I'm not a CPA. I'm an accountant. I'm a forensic accountant is because what I realized what was happening, you know, I found multi-millions of dollars for my clients when I clean up their books. And what I was realizing was happened was the problem wasn't in the tax work. It was in the actual bookkeeping of the business and the understanding of those laws and understanding of what what's there, because if you understood what those numbers on your balance sheet and understood how to manage and basically, you know, utilize the your financial system um, and understand your reports, then you wouldn't have to, you know, companies wouldn't have had to lie with the CPAs and we wouldn't have all these stupid laws and tax codes and hoopty hoops we have to go yeah. through. So it's really important for us as entrepreneurs, as an entrepreneur, is to understand the foundation of it. And this is why I created Divine Money University, because it allows you to learn how all your money system works together, but also in a system that utilizes our creativeness, utilizes our integrity, utilizes our passions and utilizes you know one of the biggest things i would say that's so important as far as especially with your retreats is having a now they call it budget <laughs> mm-hmm. but i love to call it a cash flow plan a cash flow plan like and think about it like a financial vision board and this is one of the big tips for me to is that is having a cash flow plan is so important that you're planning these numbers but what your retreats going to be so now you've had the retreat, go back, look at what the actual numbers are, look at what worked, what didn't work. You know, it's like, no, it's not like, oh, bad you, you did this. Cause that's what happens. It actually hit you. Like, <laughs> what are those bong? Like the,
0: like the tambourine. That's not even the right word, but yeah, the, the big brass things, the
1: big brass round ones, it like hit the side of your head
0: symbols. Is that the right word?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That like bong, 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 hit your head. It's like, yeah, I definitely
0: had moments like that. So I I did have an expense spreadsheet. I mean, cause my last retreat, I spent $18,000 on. And then I looked at the income that I made and I'm like, okay, I made a positive, but I'm not going to make that whole positive for like the whole next year. So that was, that was important information that I could be like, okay, what do I want to do differently? I also told my clients, hey, you guys had a retreat bed I saved for you because it was part of your package before you didn't show up. And I could have sold those spots, but you didn't show up. So the next time I was like, hey, friends, here's how it's going to work. You pay your deposit or you sign a contract that says I'm going to show up. And if I don't show up, then you know the cost will be paid for. So another thing I was thinking as you were talking is It's been since January or February that I've been really serious about my books and hiring a bookkeeper that I talk to regularly. And I think I have to give myself grace and patience because I'm sure if somebody listens to this, they're like, why in the world would I want to do my books then? Because if it's going to bring up these kind of emotions (laughs) and problems, like, no, thank you. But I am giving myself grace because I'm transitioning and I'm learning and I'm growing. And I did have to tell my bookkeeper as well, like, okay, my kids are on my payroll. That's part of my expenses. Like that money's not gone. It's put away for my future. It's being intentional, being deliberate with it. So for anybody who's listening and might feel like a little bit daunting, it's like, no, do it because you're going to learn. And I love Beth Ann. I love your expertise of both the spiritual and the emotional and the logistical, like you got to pay your taxes. You got to know the numbers And there's a beautiful synergy that happens when you're willing to be accountable for both and not being perfect, but like, let's just do something. So what would you say to the newbie who is like, yeah, I'm trying to run a business. I have money or I don't, but I know I got to start being a little bit more organized. Like, what would you say for that person?
1: Well, you know, that's just it. The reason we started a business in the first place is to make money right? To pay Mm -hmm. bills, to take care of our children, to take care of our families, to invest in our futures. And so one of the things that I notice a lot of brand new entrepreneurs normally do is they're like going after, I got to make money, make money, make money. And they put all this pressure on making money and they don't understand money or they don't understand the organization of it. And that's why they end up getting in trouble. And the business failing is they don't have that plan. And so My suggestion ultimately is Magic Money Monday is what I call it. Magic Money Monday. (laughs) And that's when you have your money dates and you make money your priority so that your money makes you a priority. And you do the breathing like we talked about. You know, you do your Lamaze breathing as you're doing it, and you're like, okay. And you take that time that to to track your money, and you can do it in an Excel spreadsheet. You can write it down in an old-fashioned notebook. You can do it on your QuickBooks. There's all kinds of ways that you can do it, but it's about having that conversation with your money. And when those panic things come up when you're doing your money, and you go, "Oh my gosh, like this is stressing me out." Like ask yourself, why is this stressing me out? And you're going to get some sort of a question or you'll get some sort of a vision or a remembrance of something that's going to give you an idea um, of where you can, you know, kind of go through a rabbit hole to dig out for yourself of, of healing that, that part of you. And then you take a, another breath and then you go back and, and take care of your money again, make your money a priority. And so your money can make a priority to you.
0: I love that magic money Monday. I like that. I was part of a mastermind years ago, and the mentor taught us to do a money dance of like get up, put some music on, and start grabbing the money that's coming your way. And I always would turn on uh, Rich Girl by Gwen Stefani because that was my favorite thing if I was a rich girl. And um, it's probably time to start bringing that back. You know, I used to have hundreds taped around my ring light in front of me. And my husband was like, no, take those down. We have too many neighbor kids running through the house. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I I can do that. But I like the intention of making your money a priority because there are so many things in our life. You know, people would ask me with accountability, like people hear the word accountability and they think they have to do all of these certain things, all of these expectations. And I would tell people just like in my podcast intro, you're one of two things. You're either doing stuff you're not supposed to or you're not doing things you know you're supposed to. So I like that you just reiterated that. Sit down and make it a priority and the right action step is gonna come to you. And listeners, if you don't know the accountability code like the back of your hand already, then now is the perfect time to apply it to your money goals and issues and problems. So what would you say is one of your, Favorite things, or like what makes you so excited when your clients accomplish? What makes you so happy when you're like, they did it, they figured it
1: out? Is there something specific? You know, I think the biggest thing is not to take it so seriously. Like, because the thing that's so important is that the piece that's missed in running our business is we've been focused so much on one way of thinking about making money and running a business. And one thing about I really love about the work that I do, it's more about connecting into our full body consciousness and connecting into our higher selves when it comes to making money and and understanding a different way of flowing with our money and flowing with our own personal energy and flowing with our business and our clients. And when we're able to hold more light in our body, basically, and feel confident in ourselves and love ourselves and value what we're doing and really feel confident about our products and services and confident about our pricing with those services and they're in alignment with each other. Um, and we allow ourselves to make that money. Like there is another level of opening up that happens, of release of creativity that can happen. And we have forgotten the way of creating, we've just been creating through our head and our thoughts and our checklists and, you know, have to do lists kind of thing. Now you're calling
0: me out. You're calling
1: me out. (laughs) So there's, there's a lot more to living and creating. And this is what I love about, you know, my work, the feminine energy in money and business and learning to create in a balance of the masculine and feminine energy so that there's balance, so that there's, you know, those boundaries, like, yeah, your clients get to pay you and you get to hold them accountable. And it's important because they made a commitment to you and you as a business owner, if you keep slacking off and not allowing people to keep to their contract, then you'll just keep attracting clients that are gonna keep slacking off and wanna slack off, right? It'll be that constant air balloon, but you know this thing of letting the air out of your tires and letting your business not quite make it to that next level yeah. financial level that you want but that means you have to like speak up and you've got to face what it means for you as a woman to speak up for your value and are you really charging the correct prices for for your for it why aren't you correcting the Prices. and so that's another important thing your financials will tell you is if you are creating the right profit or not because you don't want to just look at the bottom line you mm-hmm. want to look at each one of those events individually as did you make profit on that or not did you make this or that so there's a lot of things I can keep going on and on but <laughs> those yeah. are
0: I think it's it's really good and I hope listeners can see why you have to make money your priority. Because there's so many different aspects and not like everybody has to tackle all of them. But you do got to figure out one thing you're going to focus on at a time. And that reminds me of your um, Rich Money Goddess cards. The first time I heard you speak, we all got to take home a card. And I, I took mine home and I taped it up on my wall because I like to be reminded of stuff. So this one is Rich Money Goddess Drink in the richness of life. I enjoy and receive the gifts and joys that life has to offer. I am lusciously dripping in pleasure. I support myself with enriching services. I honor and allow myself to be. I am a gift and a sparkle in the world. And there's more on the back that talks about scarcity, energy exchange. And I think if anybody out there wants to make money a priority, I think these cards would be the perfect thing. You can tell me what you suggest but I I'm almost like pull one of these out a week you know every Monday pull a new one out and just see what resonates with you let yourself be open to whatever change and if it doesn't resonate with you then you know maybe don't put too much emphasis on it or ask yourself why (laughs) why am I avoiding it so what's the best way to use these cards I know a lot of people have different decks they like to do but what's your opinion on
1: using yeah Well, I have the. I just pulled the rich money goddess wallet on the card. And what I love the most about these cards is I wrote them connecting with the divine money goddesses. So there's the eight goddesses that are connected with our chakra energy system. But I also have everything written on the card. So you don't have to look it up into the book. And so what's wonderful, especially on the back side of it, is that it gives you kind of that shadow side that doesn't, that's, it will trigger you, may trigger you. And sometimes it means that's something that you're dealing with personally, or it's something that somebody in your you know, direct area that you know, like a parent or a sibling or a partner that is dealing with it. But then there's, gives you a mindset shift information, but then the money action gives you some specific action things to do. So if you pulled one once a week, then there's some activities that you can do of exactly what to do. But then the healing element, which is water. Now for you, the healing element was the crown chakra, which is the top of your head, which is something else that you got hit earlier. But even just rich money goddess actually hits you in the side of your neck again, quite close to where that other one was. Is like, Ur, no, you can't be rich. Like, no, stop it. Like there's, you know, this energy thing of like, oh, wait, I can't be rich because think about it rich they get so such a bad rap like to be rich you know it's so terrible and awful to be rich but so we we don't allow that to be in it and so another thing you can do um and I even heard one lady talked about she put a light behind the card because the cards are uh what are they six by four or something Mm -hmm. um they put a light behind the the card and you could see the the picture of the goddess there is glowing. And so you can meditate with her as well. And and you see with the rich money goddess, she's in all of the elements with her. And so meditating with all the elements as well, because the spiritual, our body knows and spirit knows how to self-regulate too. Mm-hmm. So.
0: I think that, yeah, I had a, a realization of One of the things I really pride myself on as an accountability coach is being able to accurately see and hear the struggles that my clients are going through. And so I think me allowing them to put off payments or to change them or whatever is I am not separating myself from their struggles, which I need to, because that is my superpower as an accountability coach is to say, Hey, you hired me because you're aspiring to be here. Let me stay in this space so I can welcome you into this space instead of let me, let me come into your problems with you. So I definitely am going to have to do some, some work there. And yeah, I think it's, this is the kind of stuff that you have to do. If you want to be successful in, business but successful in your relationships because at the end of the day like you said we started business to to make some money but the most successful business owners are the ones who live and breathe and are passionate about what they really do so thank you (laughs) thank you what's your next goal in business
1: well like i said i have my divine money university, which I'm almost completely finished with a 16 week course, but I've been updating all of the workbooks. So I've got a nice, beautiful workbook that goes with it. And I'm also working on a book. So I have a book that I've been working on. And so it's all come together and I have a men's set of cards that are coming. So I really have three stuff. You know, there's, there's a lot that happens when you're creative. I'm a single woman. Now I, you know, I was a Raised my kids as a single mom for 30 years, and and had my mom live with me for a while, and now it's just me, and so I have a lot more time. Me and my cat, yeah. <laughs> so I and and it's perfect. It's what I need to be, so I can be immersed in in doing all this because it's just an honor to be part of it. Don't be afraid of the money. Honestly, it's a big thing. It's like it wants to support us, and if you allow yourself the courage, you know, to face the money fears and money pieces, it's really a beautiful thing because when you're creating your business from a heart and soul, you just create more love and light and healing in our world that what we really need, you know, more than anything. And so accountability is really important because, and this is why the magic Monday money day is so important is because we need our healers and heartfelt people to make money artists, no matter what it is that you're doing, we need you doing your work and, we can't let money be the thing that stops us from doing it. So yeah, I just love it. Anyway. I I absolutely love that. And I find myself telling a lot of people that
0: because it's 100% true, we have to make money. We have to make a living from what we do because everybody needs us. Everybody needs our skills. And uh, truly that's how the world becomes better places. Each person living in alignment and thriving and having an abundance. And one of my daughters asked me, what does abundance mean? And I said, it means more than enough, more than you need. And I believe that we are meant to have an abundance. And that's something I strive for and and try to teach my children as well. So I'm so grateful to have you in my circle of amazing women who can help me recognize how to be more accountable, but also, you know, being more, being more of who I am, who I'm supposed to be. I'm grateful for that.
1: Yes. Well, this is why I love and, 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 and that, and that this, just what you just said more than enough, it hits you on the bottom of your foot. It's still like, there's still something that wants to hold you back. And that's where the emotional energy, you know, mindset coaching, I do supports you so much or just working on that belief system. Why, why would I want to tie myself down? Why would I want to stop myself from being rich? And those questions to answer yourself and answer for yourself, journal out. Or then pull a card, right? Why don't I want to be rich? Then pull a goddess card. When you, why do I want to hold myself down financially? Pull a goddess card and see what the goddesses have to tell you and and learn from there.
0: Mm, I love that. I love a good homework assignment too. I'm one of yeah. those weird people who's like, tell me what to do and I'm going to do it. If it feels right for me, then that definitely feels right for me. Yeah. So I appreciate you, Ann, and all of your wisdom. Welcome. I will put all of your information in the show notes so people can uh, connect with you. I highly recommend you guys grab her cards. Um, I'm going to, I still haven't yet. I need to. So send me a direct link and I'll, I'll purchase those now. And again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being who you are because I am blessed to have you in my life. So I appreciate you being here on my podcast.
1: Thank you. And you too. Thank you so much for doing your work and, you know, yes. Thank you.
0: All right, everybody, we'll see you next week for another episode of Your Loving Kick in the Pants. Hey, friends, I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Your Loving Kick in the Pants. If you got any value out of this episode, I would love for you to drop me a review or share with a friend what you learned. All right, I'll see you next Wednesday for Your Loving Kick in the Pants.